picky eaters. I know you're out there. I know for me, as long as I can remember, I've always been a picky eater. I don't know exactly where it started. I don't know where it will end, but I do know that this conversation I had helped me to see some of the reasons why I may be as picky of an eater as I am, and hopefully some ways to help me learn to incorporate better and more nutritious things into my diet. I am hopeful that you will enjoy this conversation as much as I did and welcome you to There's Food in the House. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. If it's made for the real, it's forever gonna fit. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. We lit, we ain't never gonna switch. If it's made for the real, it's forever gonna fit. Ooh, if it's lit, then I'm signing up. I just knock them down, Adrian can line them up. If you search for real talk, then you're finding us. Thanks for reminding us, ain't no wild shining up, it's different. I know you're feeling something missing. Them shows only talk, they don't listen. You need something warm, like a hot meal from the south. Like a summer rain in a drought. Some real talk that can make a nigga proud. Thoughts out loud, we ain't doing it for the clout. That food for the soul, gotta take a different route. You don't need nothing fast, we got food at the house. I'm just saying though, we got food at the house. Hello, hello, hello. It is Adrian, your PR diva here, and we want to welcome you to There's Food in the House. This is the podcast where you don't have to ask anyone else about anything else because we have food in the house today. And also, you know, this is near and dear to my heart, this conversation, because when I received the information on our next guest, I was like, oh my gosh, I need some help. So when I heard about Barbara Incognito Finelli, I was like, I would love to chat with her because I am one of the pickiest eaters in the world. I don't know if there's anyone pickier than myself. So Barbara, welcome to There's Food in the House. Good morning, Adrian. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So uh, I'll let you share a little bit about yourself and your background, and then we can just jump right into it. Okay. Well, I have a company called Freakalicious, and I'll tell you how I got there. I love um, it. Uh, yeah, I have always been a foodie. I'm 67 years old, and I have my mom to thank for that. Um, I've always been exposed to new things, and you know, she was always out there checking it out. So anyway, when I was old enough to do things on my own, I was very active in anything herbal, medicinal that I could do to make myself be better. And the best way to do that is through food. Um, So um, through my life with my husband, my son, this is part of our daily lives. Um, we, We always look at what we're eating. I know that sounds crazy, but we do. And how I arrived at my business was my husband came down with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma Mm. and they have to go through chemo and all of that. And um, I'm happy to say he's absolutely fine. Awesome. Um, And we do do things proactively with enzymes, with food, um, which really helped him through this. Um, So anyway, after all of that, I was looking for new 
um, things. And that's when I arrived at the grain called Frika, which is what started my business. Um, At the moment, I didn't know that was going to happen. It was just a personal thing that I just wanted to add some great foods to our lives um, and not have it boring. That would help my husband. So um, with that said, um, you know, everyone's different and everyone has to, you know, take themselves into account what you know, what's going to work best for you. And Adrian, you say that you're the pickiest eater. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> and so what is that with? I mean, I'm asking you questions. What, what is that with? Is that with your eyes, with your taste, with what is that? So that's what I, so I was, I was waiting for you to finish because I didn't want to cut you off because okay. I look at my food as well. So I'm, 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 I, I can, relate to that 1000% because I do eat with my eyes. So when I make a plate, you know, I, I like my brown, green and orange. So it's like your meat, your vegetable and, and okay. the orange macaroni and cheese, something like that, or corn, you know, whatever it is. But I do eat with my eyes as well. But my eyes, Barbara, are like, no, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Which is hard. It's very hard. Yeah. And so I also have an issue with texture. So there are certain things. So I'm originally from Baltimore. You know, we're we're a huge seafood state. Uh, well, okay. state Maryland is is the state. And um, but for me, so I, I it took me a long time to get to a place where I like shrimp because um, shrimp were chewy. You know, like the texture is a little chewy. And so I like shrimp now. But once the shrimp gets to a certain size I don't want it anymore so like the jumbo or the colossal I don't want that or lobster because <laughs> you're the I know oh my gosh it's so bad so oh let me tell you how bad it is Barbara so I love smoothies right mm-hmm. in my smoothie I will put kale spinach strawberries bananas uh, you know you name it a lot of the things that go into a traditional smoothie are in my smoothie however I will not eat them in real life. Like, I don't like kale. I don't like spinach. I don't eat strawberries. I don't eat bananas. Like, it's horrible, Barbara. Help me. Wow. You know, I'm just the opposite. (laughs) I need that texture. Really? Um, So does everyone pretty much in my family. Um, Yeah, I like to chew things. I like to know (laughs) what I'm eating. And honestly, I'm not a smoothie person. Like, I'll (gasps) do it. But it's just not for me. Um, okay. I, I feel like I'm, I'm not eating. Wow. And in a way, you're not. You know, you're, you're getting the nutrients, but, you know, that's just really crazy. I, <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're not vegan, I presume. No, no, I'm not vegan. No, I don't like vegetables like that, Barbara, no. Okay, well, the crazy thing is because they, they're making uh, shrimp, for vegans and well they're you know doing it you know i don't know exactly what the ingredients are i just know that you know they're mimicking many foods so that they're you know they're the the real protein is not in there so that if you can eat it but the biggest complaint about it is is funny because um they don't like the texture they don't like the texture of the shrimp so it's interesting that you're saying that so even though that i've tasted the shrimp they're amazing they Mm -hmm. taste just like a shrimp but a vegan does not like that or a vegetarian Mm -hmm. 
and especially vegetarian because they don't know what that's supposed to taste like. Um, oh, right. So they're okay. just going on. Um, but do you like crunchy things? Um, some crunch. So which types? Ah, oh, Barbara, I'm. Because, I don't know because that's where I would start with you. Like, what is it that you do like? So I do like. So I like. I like broccoli. Now I'll, I promise you, I I did not start eating broccoli until I was well into my thirties. Uh, but I do like broccoli. Yeah. I, oh, I absolutely love cucumbers. Cucumbers, I had a cucumber vine in my backyard that my grandfather had planted for me. So I absolutely love cucumbers. Um, green beans I like. Um, let's see. Are we only talking green? Well, not even other things. Well, I'm, not just greens. Just, yeah. at, like, you know, what's, what's your diet like? like my what? diet is horrible. I eat, my husband laughs because he says I eat everything and I eat nothing. So I eat, so what the things that I do like, I, I eat a lot, but I don't experiment truly at all. And and I'll say this and you'll probably laugh because I'm laughing. I know um, it was mentioned in your bio. It says all I really need to know I learned in kindergarten. So it's so funny because um, for me, eating carrots and things like carrots specifically taste like what dirt would taste like to me. Like when I say, when wow. I, okay, okay. I'm like, this is just, so I guess maybe my issue is with more earthy type things. I don't really do. Okay, like beets and different things like Correct. that. Absolutely, yeah. So you have that smoothie for breakfast? I have smoothies a certain, a, a couple of times a day. Like I, um, when wow. I, of it yeah like I, I'll uh, because I do appreciate I actually I like the taste so initially when I started um, I obviously put too much kale in it um, mm -hmm. but going by the recipe so the recipe might have called for uh, two large leaves of kale and so I did that and it was just disgusting but then as time went on I was able to adjust the amount of kale or the amount of spinach that I put in spinach really doesn't necessarily have a taste so I the kale that I really had to adjust. But once I made the adjustments, it's, it's delicious to me. Like I love the smoothie and uh, I, I just, like I said, I won't eat those things in real life. I know. Wow. And what do you put in there as far as fruit? Strawberries, peaches, banana, grapes. A lot of sugar. Well, oh well, no, this won't be. They're they're not all the same. Like it, these are just what I use overall. So I have specific recipes for the smoothie. So like there'll be a smoothie that will have kale, strawberry, banana, or there'll be like spinach, grapes, and peaches. Like it's not all of those fruits in there together. Right. Did you ever look at uh, Kelly Lavac, the Body Love? Because she's a big smoothie person. No, I'm pretty popular, popular now. Okay. Um, so th that would be a good person for you to look at. And she has many, many uh, different uh, options for, you know, for smoothies. Okay. But the key factor in all of that is, is the, the sugar element. So mm -hmm. even putting strawberries and bananas in the same uh, smoothie is, um, you know, and you know, like I said, everyone is different. So you would really, the best way to do that is to have a blood test and monitor, you know, what works, you know, best for you. But when you eat protein, what are you eating? So I do, I like fish. I like chicken. Okay. 
and in my smoothies, I will add a protein. Like I'll add a scoop of protein into my smoothies. Um, okay. I do like steak. I don't eat it really often at all, but I do like steak. Like I'm not opposed to steak. Right. I, I like steak. Um, and I use a lot of turkey products. So I, I use ground turkey and my spaghetti or my lasagna when I make those things. I don't use uh, beef too much at all. Outside of steak, I really won't use beef. So I don't use ground beef. I don't, I don't use Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have very little beef in, in mm -hmm. a diet. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really anything. I'm everything ish. Right. You know, so there's <laughs> yes. times I can be more vegan ish or mm -hmm. I can be, um, you know, do basically, you know, like I said, what works for us, but you know, when you do eat any kind of beef, it's always best to look for not only grass fed, but grass finish, which is a oh. huge difference. And most what, I've never heard of that. What's the difference? What is, I've never heard of that. It, for the last six months of uh, the animal's life, they don't necessarily have to keep eating the grass fed. It's a, it's a very, uh, I don't even know what to say. The law is, is very lenient on, mm -hmm. on grass-fed. So they can eat grass-fed their whole life. For that last six months, they could be shipped elsewhere. Oh. So in that last six months, who knows? Oh, got it. Okay. okay. You know, so with grass-finished means that, that it's all the way through. The process has gone all the way through, and it's 100% grass-fed. Now, is that on the packaging as well? So if I go to uh, beef department, would that be on a packaging? Usually not. Um, okay. The best way to do that is through a butcher that you know. But there are people online um, that do this. So you can just Google grass finish and, and you'll find ways um, to get that. But, you know, that's the whole thing about eating now, which I'm loving. It's all those little things that yes. you need to know. So right. just because someone's telling you that something's good, especially vegan products, I mean, they're getting better and better, but a lot of them are just really not good for you. Yeah, you're not eating, uh, you know, meat or, you know, anything mm -hmm. dairy, but you're eating like terrible tapioca starch and potato starch and like all these horrible things that you would never want to eat. Um, especially fried things. A lot of things, vegan things are fried too. Um, but um, I don't know, like, do, do you have any health issues or you're just... I don't. Which is fabulous. I mean, it, so it is. It's, it's amazing. And I'll, I'll tell you, um, I think that a lot of my palate issues happened as a child. So, and it wasn't even necessarily that my parent I was raised by my grandparents who were from the south. So we had Barbara everything in the house. My grandmother had it, she kept a deep freezer, right? And so mm -hmm. at the time you could go in a deep freezer, there would be, oh, I don't want the people to get me, but there would be, you know, some animals right. in right, the freezer. Right. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, they did the chitlins and, and the pork products and things of that nature. And I mean, and this was real. So it could be, you wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning and just smell the, the stench of, you know, like pig throughout the house. Yeah. And so, you know, like that was a turnoff for me. Um, then I remember it clear as day. There was an aunt of mine that was making some fried corn. Are you familiar with fried corn? Mm -hmm. And so she was making some fried corn and she, burnt it horribly but still fed it to us and 
So it, there were a lot of little things in my life that that happened, but for some reason also, there are things that I ate as a child that I really haven't touched as an adult. Like my grandmother would cut up fresh cantaloupe, which I always loved, but then I just kind of moved away from the cantaloupe as I got older. Uh, there were other things that I did eat, but then just as I grew up, I was just like not interested in it anymore. Right. Why, why would you go away from cantaloupe though? I have no idea. <laughs> Are you familiar with the medical medium? No. Um, great book and okay. a great, a, really a great read for anybody. But he believes that melons are one of the best detoxes ever because mm. you're taking all of that um, water because it's, you know, it's not 100% water, but melon, I don't know the exact facts, but it's probably like 90% water, you know, in oh, fiber. And then your body naturally detoxes. Um, nice. So, you know, the, the thing about everything, and I, I mean, I do do this with everything. I just mm -hmm. rotate through things. Oh. Um, and I'm not a melon person, but I have to tell you, it's in my refrigerator right now. So it's <laughs> like, okay, I saw melons at the market. Like, that's how I buy things, how they look and how fresh they are. And they looked really good. They smelled great. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It would be great detox for all of us. So that, that's how I think. Um, you know, and for you, with having all these issues, um, don't you miss chewing with all these smoothies? I still can't, like, believe that you have <laughs> so many of those. You're doing, like, biting to something. Like, when I say crunch, like... Do you like, um, you know, say like a crab cake or something oh, I love like crab cakes. that? Okay, yes. so you love crab cakes. So yes. why not expand on the idea of a crab cake? And to that crab cake, why can't you just throw in spinach in a, you know, like that? It's all, you can even pulverize that, but put it in that so that you, you need something and no? Well, no, like, I'm not I opposed would... to it. So I, I did, I think, and again, I think what you're helping me to realize is a, a lot of it is probably mental because I'll tell you certain things I have uh, an, an answer, maybe maybe like a form letter kind of answer, but it's still an answer in my, in my mind. I feel like I'm giving you an answer. So my okay. answer for spinach is I feel like for spinach with me, I have an issue with the stems. And I think when I look at spinach, I look at it and I see it as something that I'm not necessarily supposed to eat. So maybe not that I don't like the taste necessarily, but maybe the visual of it is what's holding me back. Okay. Um, do you eat salad? Oh, I love salad. But do then you like romaine lettuce? Yeah, I do use romaine, yes. I was using iceberg for a long time because that's just what I was raised on. Okay. Over the last few years, I have moved over to romaine. I love romaine. Um, my salads will consist of lettuce, almonds, cucumbers, cheese, whatever the, the protein, the meat is that I add in it. Onion. Do you eat tofu at all? Do I eat? I'm sorry. Tofu at all? No, I don't eat tofu. Or tempeh, none of that stuff. Because that's real. it's really good for you. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, as a substitute, because everybody's trying to do some plant-based, but that's something that you can make that, I call it a chameleon, because you can make it be whatever you want to be for protein. Mm -hmm. So if there's things that you like, you know, throwing that in your salad is a great thing, like cubed, or I happen to live in an area that's predominantly Asian, Mm -hmm. uh, so we have like a lot of those things available to us in many, many uh, different forms. Um, But that's what I am always concerned about. You don't want a lot of protein, but you need like enough in your salad. And even in the smoothies, you're using dairy in the smoothie or non-dairy. It's a non-dairy protein. Uh, There's a vegan protein that I use. And so your almond milk and coconut milk and. No, I use, and that's, I, I do my smoothies with water. So great. So what's your protein in there then? So I use the, the, the powder. The, yeah, the powder, the powder. protein. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do, I do filtered water uh, with my smoothies. I just, I, I don't, I don't necessarily have an aversion to milk, but I'm, I'm not a milk. Good. 100% That's of the time. one thing people should be mindful of. That if mm-hmm. you know, everyone can't be organic or whatever or doesn't want to be or you know really it, i mean it's expensive to, to buy everything organic but milk is one of the things 100% should be organic awesome. um okay. you know, we don't drink milk in this house but um if for whatever reason you know that that always would be a great thing but like just an example last night i used impossible burger mm-hmm. um which, which i like loves. that my I love doesn't do beef or pork. <laughs> when it, excellent. When it comes to a burger, I like Impossible. If I want another form of it, a sausage, whatever, I like Beyond. It's funny. I don't like them both equally in, in the same area. <laughs> to okay. get the vegetables in there, um, I, I'm not a big spinach person. It's not that I don't like spinach. I eat it. I eat it most of the time when I do. It's raw. It's in a salad, but... I'm a big Swiss chard person, uh, which has a completely different stem, which has a stem more like romaine lettuce, which is why I asked you that. Um, It's very sweet. Um, It's actually very beautiful. It's this big, huge leaf. And there is a more bang for your buck than spinach. I mean, it's a lot better for you. Um, So I would try that. And like I make these... uh, cakes i haven't made them in a while but a lot of times a way to get that in yeah i started but let me stay on track with what i made last night so i i sliced it's fine we're, we're good it's okay i sliced zucchini i had red peppers i had some swiss chard i chopped that with a shallot into the impossible burger um you know and i put you know different spices i might have even put this uh Inami thing that that I buy from Manitoba. There's a lot of different packages for flavoring of spices. Anyway, I put that in there and then I layered in some zucchini, red peppers, and I used all the same vegetables and I layered them in and I used vegan cheeses mm-hmm. to kind of make it stick, you know? So we had like this quasi lasagna meatloaf kind of thing and it was delicious. Oh, okay. So you get get all your stuff in there and you're combining it with other things, you know, and we had a big salad and then I had another thing with vegetables with broccoli because we always have like a ton of vegetables and I made like a salad out of that. So I try to 
always make things simple as I can. Um, and the reason that I put all those vegetables together because I had them. Otherwise, normally I do do everything separately. You know, I don't want to overwhelm my palate while I'm okay. <laughs> Right. Um, so I, I would say too, if like greens are such a huge thing. Like if you could try, you know, other things and incorporate them into something you do like. So it makes it less painful. And, you know, you're right about that. It's your mind because I think I must have been, I want to say nine or 10 because everybody was receiving communion. I'm Catholic. And so it was, you know, it was May. And I remember going to my cousin's communion party and there was a huge bowl of strawberries and I was eating these strawberries like crazy. Well, that night I came down with the German measles. Oh no. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I didn't eat strawberries till I was in my 20s. Wow. Because I associated that illness right. with those strawberries. So right. when you're saying that it's your mind, it definitely is. But that's a contract you can break in your mind. Because we know how love that, that brain... Um, contract you can break. I love that. <laughs> you can break those contracts because that's all they are. And you just keep saying it over and over. And you can, sometimes you just got to force yourself a little bit. But if you do it in an environment that you're comfortable with, you'll do it because my husband would we i mean we both worked in new york city he'd wait for the hot dog lady every day get his hot dog like his habits were horrible and he's on board with all of this and you know he's he's eating like vegan mayo loving it you know you gotta find what tastes good and what works for you but just try it don't be afraid to try just try it can always just toss it out. I'm going to, I, I, I was, that's why I was excited about this call uh, because I really did. When she sent the information over, I was just like, this is someone that I need to speak with. This is someone I need in my life. <laughs> yeah. Cause even my son, when he was little, he hated vegetables, hated them. And mm -hmm. it was a challenge. Um, he loved sushi, you know, so oh, wow. I get it into him that way, but you know, the raw fish had to go with it. But now he's 28 years old. He couldn't have a better diet. And it's only from watching us and just putting it out there, putting it out there. Like I never said, you have to eat this, never. Wonderful, okay. But because like anything, your actions do it. Not what you say, your actions. That's 100%. true thousand percent so um, i wanted to i know so, i i kind of caught you off guard with my eating habits but before okay. I let you go i wanted to really touch base back on frika because okay. I, i've never heard of it before and you know obviously we come up with our names however we come up with them and so when i saw freakalicious especially the way it's spelled i i i didn't put much thought into it because i was just like okay that's the name what it is right but then right. to say frika is a grain i'm like it is, what is that? <laughs> so frika is a, a grain and it's of mid-eastern origin actually lebanon and the story goes like this they were under siege like four thousand years ago which they're still kind of doing today <laughs> and, right um they were fearful that they would lose their crops so they cut down all the wheat prematurely and they hid it 
so that when they left, they would come back and they would find their wheat. Well, what happened was out in the desert, it combusted from the heat and it was all burnt. Oh no. They started just rubbing the shafts of the wheat and then the wheat berries were falling out and they, it was all they had to eat. So they started to eat it and they were feeling great and it was sustaining them. So frika actually means to rub in Arabic. That, that's where the name comes from. Okay. So that was the birth of Frika. The reason that we didn't really know too much about it here in the States is it, it's burned on the ground when they do it. So there's a lot of stones and, and um, twigs in it. So it's like lentils. It, you know, mm. to have it and produce it here is, is a big deal. So when I first started this, I wanted it first because it's very high in fiber, very high in protein. It has some amino acids, and I think it's delicious. Uh, is it pretty to look at? It's not the prettiest uh, <laughs> grain I've ever seen because it's dark. It comes in two forms. It's cracked and it's whole. Um, and I go back and forth myself on my preferences, but one takes longer to cook like brown rice, which is the whole, and the oh cracked cooks fast, you know, like white brown rice. Brown rice gives so me headaches. It does. Okay. <laughs> so what I tell people to do with this is use it in a product where you would use rice or where you would use bread. Like I'm Itali of Italian descent. So, uh, you know, my family's big on stuff and artichokes. Okay. So I would take the cracked frica and I would mix it with everything I would do to make this parsley, eggs, garlic, all of that, and then stuff my artichoke instead of using bread. And it's amazing, people love it. Everyone that looks at Frika goes, mm, I don't know. And I suspect it would <laughs> definitely be one of those people. But everybody that tastes it, you see it on their faces, they're eating it, they're like, wow, this is really good. This is really, really good. So does it look like a, a rice? Like, is that kind of the form? No, it, it's wheat. It's actually wheat. So what happens okay. is it's picked prematurely. So I can't say it doesn't have gluten in it, but it has like a trace pretty much of gluten um, because nothing has developed in the actual kernel yet. So that's why it's being passed to us when we eat it because if you just let it go mm -hmm. then all those nutrients would go to the flowering of the wheat okay got it and if that makes sense and then um the, the also thing the people love about frika too it's a big thing in weight watchers now because it's high in fiber um which is like a you know a hard thing to get um, and a lot of people just sprinkle it in their salad. So if you want to, you, you know, you actually could send me your email and I could send you some um, so you could try it. And so, um, you know, you, people sprinkle it in their salads and then that's how they get their fiber. Um, Very nice. But it's always in my refrigerator because you can make it like on Sunday mm -hmm. and then you could have it for the whole week. You could have it with yogurt. You could have it with, you know, your vegetables, whatever. Um, so... That's how it started. And I didn't mean for it to be a business. I was taking my son to college. I was in his dorm room. We were unpacking and Whole Foods called me. And I was almost annoyed <laughs> because I was busy. And I was okay. going, oh. and they were like, could you come in? We want it. So we've been in there since 2010. That's so awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So it's crazy. 
but it's good because that's what I want to do. I want to help people have better diets. That is so wonderful. Well, this has been an awesome conversation, Barbara. Thank you so much. Let everyone know where they can find you, how they can connect with you. Okay, you can find us at freakalicious.com um, and it will tell you all about the Freaka, all the benefits, and you can buy it at Whole Foods or you can buy it online at Amazon. Um, be well, everyone, and eat healthy. Bye. <laughs> Barbara, thank you so much for speaking with us at Fair School in the House. I look forward to the comments and everything that everyone has to say when they hear about my poor food choices. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me, Adrian. Talk You're to very you. welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye.